2: This is Cut to It with Steve Smith Sr. A production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm little Littlejohn. And this is Cut to It. Cut to it. Cut to it. Let's get down to it. Cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks.
1: Let's cut to it. I know it's
4: if
2: you ain't
1: heard about it. Then-
2: about to let you know, it's it's You know, let's talk about this. Congratulate me on you know, we, we molly Oregon. <laughs>
1: I love how you started a podcast. Congratulate, congratulate me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, congratulate me. Tell me how. So, we got, <laughs> we got, we got me, 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 me. So Congratulate me, intro me it on in me on
1: real quick. So of course we got Steve, we got backstage Joe, and we got special guest Jonathan Stewart. I
2: thought you were about to say something what? So you said special? I was like, oh no, nah,
1: he's special guest. He ain't yeah. usually here. I ain't. I'm not gonna. I ain't gonna do that. That's gonna get you in trouble. <clears> get <throat> you canceled. So
2: <laughs> University of Oregon mm-hmm. versus the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. Three years ago. We were one win away from being a team getting drug in the college playoff. For $11 million, I'll take that (laughs) dragon. But Oregon comes in with Justin Herbert Mm -hmm. and kills all of our dreams. Hence our Under Armour slash Utah slash Steve Smith tour stopped. I mean, I couldn't even sign the paperwork before they even canceled it. It was like <laughs> email stop. <laughs> it was like they sent it and then, you know, right before un- undo. Uh-huh. Right. So we lose. Now we go up in you up in uh Eugene. Actually y'all came. No, it was, in,
5: it was at your
2: house. Yeah, it was at our house. We beat them. Then they get a second helping. They said that that was so delicious. Can I get? <laughs> we we'll take, we'll take another helping. Can I take another? Come out there, and we win. Go to go to Vegas, Alliance Stadium, and pretty much drug y'all. Yeah, it was it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But here's the great part. Utah in Vegas. It was so close. It it was a they said it was a sea of red everywhere. They had to. Uh, they had to have police shut down because you can walk from the Luxor to Reliance Stadium, and they had the police shut it down. So they were walking. They just said it was a sea of red. It was like it was like a whole bunch of. Yeah. Caucasian and African American, and all other gang members, all in red. Yeah. It was awesome.
1: Gotta watch those Caucasian red games. Yeah, you, do, hey, you never know. Them boys ain't <laughs> playing. Them, them Caucasian red, the ones that got a lot to prove. <laughs> right. got a lot to prove. You initiation is yeah. off the charts. <laughs> what kind of initiation is that?
2: Man, off with his head. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Asian I'm surprised, man. Utah going to Vegas. I didn't, you wouldn't really expect a lot of, you know, the,
2: the Mormons. You know, the, yeah, there's a lot of Jack Mormons go to Utah. <laughs> oh, the who, like, creasters? What is that? You don't that? know what a creaster? No, I don't know. what A that Christian is. that goes to church only on Easter. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, wow. yeah.
5: The, the, Break wow. that down for me.
2: Creaster. Yes. they're no, called I can see it. I can see a, can see a
5: t-shirt coming oh, A priester Are you a creaster? Yeah, that sounds a, like a, a Christian that is that goes to church <laughs> on Easter. Hashtag
2: like think Christ-er. about it. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. There's a lot. If you go back in your especially you and Lexington, being being in the um being in the South, you gotta go back in your mind. One, some of the outfits. For Easter. Oh, you got to break out the outfits now. But it's the only outfit to. and only time you go to church.
1: Gators, you got to have, I seen all that. The, the, See? All the pastel colors. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Anytime in the South, that's what you're going to have. So. Got to put on that Sunday best for Easter.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: Yeah. I have no idea how we got here, but it's it's, yeah. it's, it's,
2: cool. it's lit. <laughs> so we're talking about that. And then, so, you know, because I said Jack Mormon. So, creasters. Yeah. So we go out there, man, and play well. Now we have the opportunity. To do some great things. I was uh, texting with uh, some Ohio State folk. And one proceeds to. It was in a group text. One person who didn't even go to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Proceeds. And I'll name call him. So, just a fan, yeah. Oh No, this is Trey Boston. Oh. Who went to UNC Chapel Hill. Now Trey now tries to belittle. The University of Utah. Mock. Mm. No, I like belittle okay. better. Mock is get over it. Belittle is you take it personal. Is that a fair assessment? Fair yeah.
5: yeah.
2: And I so I took it personal. Mm. So I said several things, <clears throat> which is we went, Utah has never been to the, he said, has, have you guys ever been to the Rose Bowl? Fool, you know that answer. <laughs> no, we haven't. So I asked him a simple question. Here's the questions that I asked. One. Has. UNC Chapel Hill been to. The Sugar Bowl. Have they played Alabama. In this time. He goes, well, what do you mean this time? When you belittle me. I come back. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, Did you play Alabama at any time before sa- slavery was abolished? <laughs> Hence, his reply was very derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> Now, why am I having a conversation? Well, it, it was me. So Trey, myself, and 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 um, I'm, I'm, I'm Kurt. Kurt, like we have this thing on. We play golf, and so now it's like this thing. Every time Ohio State does something, right, Kurt, and then, but yet I, I just noticed Trey never.
1: They Ohio State. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Trey with the Yeah, Trey with the Ohio State guy. Yeah, Trey yeah. went to you and you uh, and
2: U- Chapel U- Hill. Yeah. So I just told Trey it's a basketball season, and then he just proceeded to <laughs> rag over. But it's, I'm I'm looking forward to this uh, Utah thing. What do you think about the um, – John, what do you think about this portal? We are talking about portal, and you, you brought up a great thing too. Gee, you said, man, this portal for basketball is bananas. Yeah. What I mean, do you mean?
1: Elaborate, brother. I'm simply saying, and it probably filters over with football and basketball, but now the incentive for – Guys, to to transfer now is is different, right? You don't necessarily have that year. Um, it makes things a lot more competitive, and in and in my opinion, and a lot of things I've read, it it makes it to where a lot of you you've seen you a read? lot of coaches, huh? You can read, yeah, I can read very well, oh yeah, public gosh. school. Um, and so you look at a lot of different coaches who have now gone on, whether it's Roy Williams, uh, Coach K, and I'm not saying that's the reason why they're transitioning, but the transfer portal has made the playing feel, so to speak, different now. Um, and like I said, just because it's it's changing recruiting. So that's what we were the conversation that we were having yeah. before we started recording to where it's very interesting football and basketball.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: I mean So what do you if you were playing right now football based on what you experienced at Oregon, would you have transferred?
5: It's it's mm. hard to say because I mean it's a culture and it's a whole different like, like you said, playing field, you know, when we went to college, it was, hey, your third string, mm-hmm. you got to find a way to be first string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> the right? third string can go somewhere else. But now the third string can say, oh man, I ain't playing. You promised me this. Yeah. I'm going to go to another school. And can play He's next talented. year. And he can play well, next year. Well, possible. possible. Mm-hmm. He, possible. Th- he, thinks he thinks he can he play could. next yeah.
1: year. Based on what they've been told.
5: Yes. Right. right. Yeah. This is just going through recruiting. Yeah,
1: idea, yep. right?
2: But I don't think these kids understand. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. It's like recruiting part two.
1: Yeah. While it's you're like, already in school. Second like
2: chance. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people transfer for various mm-hmm. reasons that actually are legitimate. Mm-hmm. And then some just transfer because they aren't given or the opportunity that was taken away from them was part of their doing. Right. Think about all, all these quarterbacks. They're losing their losing their jobs. You don't lose your job because coach don't like you, right? You lost a job because you, you suck or you weren't as good as they thought. <laughs> <laughs> like you were a four-star, but you play like a two-star. Right. Once the once the games actually start, and there's a clearly defined result. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? And so because like I, I just think about too – I kind of look at it differently. The portal right now. First of all, there's like three th- in football. There's like three thousand thirty-six hundred. I made an ad to six hundred. I don't know. It, it kind of goes up and down. Football players in the portal right mm-hmm. now. There's not that many D one scholarship given schools. Yeah. Right. Like there are not thirty-six hundred <laughs> schools that pool. have scholarships yeah. that are, that are waiting for you. To quit in your situation and jump to another it's, situation—it's it's
1: like supply and demand. It's economics.
2: Yeah, like I, unlike the government, we can't print new scholarships.
5: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: like. And so, like I know there's so many guys, and you hear, well, this guy's leaving. I, I think the tra- I'm looking at transfer portal, portal as is good for a bad situation, but I also think it exposes. Coaches mm. and their program. Yeah. There are some kids, like nobody knows. I believe Josh Gordon, I don't know exactly how long. Josh Gordon was at Utah. Did you know that? Didn't I know that? That's how long he was there. <laughs> <laughs> for various reasons, I'm not getting into and yeah. don't really care. And it's not about Josh, but I'm just trying to say there's so many guys that go on a transfer portal for maybe a different opportunity. Because yes, they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Or they made a mi- fit, or or yeah. they made a mistake by picking that school. Yeah. Or what I think sometimes, these college coaches will say sometimes everything, anything to get you to commit. Mm-hmm. And then you get there. Like I, I told I tell my boys, I told my boys, and I've had one and I'm about to go through it on my second one. A recruit, you know, when you get recruited, I told them, listen, don't be fooled mm-hmm. by the steak and lobster. Yeah. Because when you sign, Brothers, bologna and and, and ham cheese, yeah. ham and cheese sandwiches. The, you getting, you getting the best on this recruiting trip. They're going to pick you up in a nice car. Mm-hmm. They're going to get take you to a nice restaurant. You're going to get good food. You're going to be at a other alumni. Y'all going to have steaks, mashed potatoes. But one of your meals pretty soon after the second meal, it ain't going to be as good as you think. Mm-hmm. It's it, it ain't it home cooking is nowhere close to it. Yeah. Don't, we gotta watch for the hook, yeah. <laughs> and these kids don't understand that they think they really think
5: it's an entitlement, yes. Like, and I think that on oh, whose behalf,
2: on oh, whose
1: behalf?
5: I mean, I'm, I'm everybody, everybody yeah. really high school, high school, AAU, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's I have I have arrived, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, and. Mm-hmm. and and now what's happening with this portal, you giving these kids kind of, you know, a way out. Yeah. But for the kids that needed it. But then there's the kids, the majority. That lean on it for a different that lean reason. lean on it for yeah. the entitlement piece of- I get what you're saying. Man, I don't need y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of you. Coach, you yeah. always down my, you know, back trying to tell me that right. I'm doing things wrong. Yeah. You have those, you said you have those kids. And then they just go to the transfer portal, right? Right. I think they even got apps now out there for coaches that say, "Oh, okay, you ain't you're not playing well." Yeah. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Jones, uh-huh. in Alabama, he, this is this is how he's been playing. Yeah. He's in this transfer portal. I'm going to get him here. Yep. They if got three. We got
2: three guys, just three individuals, and their job is to watch the transfer portal. That's crazy. And I think that is. I'm glad you given three people a job. Mm-hmm. However, I think we are incentivizing the wrong people. Because our our last transfer guy, our quarterback at Utah, he left. Mm-hmm. Cause he didn't want the competition because he lost his job. Right. That's me. Left. Yeah. I don't want I'm not trying to like I'm exaggerating, but I believe like middle of the night. Yeah. So you so, know, so, dropped out of school and he's gone. Yeah. I'm out of here. No, no, thank you. No, appreciate it. What's he doing now? I mean, I guess he's probably getting wooed over by other guy, other people. All right. You know to go play for their organization cuz you know, Utah did you wrong. We just sent a rose bowl.
5: Yeah. All right. What do you think that sends to what message does that send to like professional coaches, scouts? Like you think people looking at that as, you know, oh, this player did this, this is how I mean, he it, got here. That's, that's, an unbelievable se- is.
2: that's an unbelievable segue, and this is probably why it's going to run on Friday. It leads me to believe kind of like the Carolina Panthers right now where you start to do some things and allow things to happen, and then so you're going to let go of your coordinator, which you probably need to let go. But then now I watched the game just this past <laughs> Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons, and the same woes from the games before seem to be the same woes now. Mm-hmm. So that and and you hear about the new coordinator. He says this isn't my offense. Mm. So if this isn't your offense, <laughs> and the guy's no longer here as an offense, that tells me that actually he's running Coach Rules Baylor's offense. Mm. Because you can't tell me this is the same offense. That Joe Brady ran in LSU, unless maybe it wasn't Joe Brady's offense either. Mm. Maybe he was just the guy calling the plays and it was a collective group of people who said, hey, on first down, these are. That's generally what an offense coordinator does to Mm. some extent. He gets, if you're smart, you get enough people around you. Like Andy Andy Reese has always had a number of guys around him Mm that go on to get other jobs, do other things, but you have enough smart people around you that they contribute to the team's success. Mm-hmm. Matt Nagy was on that staff. Yeah, his coaching tree is deep. Con, conti- contribute. Now, he may not be good on his own, but he's great. But he was with, part of that tree. T- yeah. Part of that tree. Yeah. Doug Peterson. Yeah. Frank Wright. Yeah. Guys that Marty can, Morningwig. Yeah. Now, now you like, got
1: Eric bien so Eric bien yeah.
2: Like all these guys. The guys that can compliment. Guys yeah. that can compliment. So you have, if you have enough of those people around you. And then so when Doug Peterson goes to the Eagles – What happens? He brings back Nagy. He brings Frank Wright. Frank Wright goes to be the head coach who actually called plays. Look what the Colts are doing. Mm -hmm. Mac Nagy, who who's never called plays.
1: So are you saying that's what's what's missing?
2: What I'm saying what's missing is here, if I just keep it to Carolina, I believe is when you have a college coach running, a professional team mm-hmm. it always will the college filter or lens that he coaches through well, to some degree until enough time takes so it, a, l- a learning curve a learning curve you only can go you only can go to what you have a good a successful reference from which is college mm-hmm. right so some of that college stuff will be implemented in the pros. And I think some of it's good sometimes. Because it does, you know, we're grown men. So you're kind of like, man, I'm not doing it. And you kind of, you kind of push back on it. But some of it is good because it does, you know, professional, per, professional football at times and professional stuff can get so professional that you take the, the innocent fun and kid stuff out of it. When you're in college, you going to the movies as a team, man. That's a free movie. I ain't got to pay for it. I get free popcorn. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. When you're an adult, you be like, man, I got my own damn theater room. I don't need no. You know, I, I want to go home. Right. I, I got kids. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. Frozen <laughs> with my kids. I want to watch this show. Yeah. Right, but so it, it, and when you have 53 guys, that's gonna happen. You're gonna get people that just are trying to buck the system because they have. Everybody has their own motives but when i look at carolina right now and watching how they play you have both quarterbacks come in at different times different facets of the Mm. game and they both do the exact same thing turn the ball over Mm. right how does an offense find consistency when you got that you can't find consistency because there's never been any offensive consistency this year Mm.
5: And then I think consistency also too, from the player standpoint, you got to be able to trust. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's one thing. You know, st- the beginning of the season, you hearing, you know, rah rah rah, great. Week four, rah rah rah, okay. Uh, maybe this, maybe next week would be different. After a while, that rah 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 gets
2: toned deaf. And I think all messages get told. (laughs) Here's a a crazy thing about Mike Tomlin. And you're starting to see it a little bit in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin's 15 years in. He's had turnover, but not as much turnover that, um, like Pete. uh, um, Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll's had. But here, in Carolina, like. That rah-rah stuff, the two college coaches right now that are struggling to connect with the players and fan base (laughs) for a winning formula. I'm not saying that Coach Rule doesn't connect with the players. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. What I am saying, though, is you got to connect with the players to win games.
5: Yeah, to elevate.
2: To elevate. The two college coaches right now, coach Urban Myers mm-hmm. and coach Rule are not connecting with their players or coaches in a way that equals up to win. He he's connecting, right? You can be in a you can be in a relationship and be having a, and have an off day and still connect, right? Yeah. The connectivity may not be good, but you're connected cuz you you may be arguing, you may be talking, you, you know, the it's a it's wonky. Yeah. But in football, you got to have a connection. And I also believe here's one of the biggest issues that college coaches always have in the first couple of years. They always struggle is because in college today, you can have a ABC one, two, three simple system. But if you get enough five-star recruits, you don't outsmart your opponent, you out-athletic them. Okay. That's what Alabama does at times, but they have a fantastic coach who understands yeah. the system.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. He... They they have, you've seen it in Ohio State, you've seen that at all these big schools. But you also notice at these big schools, when these players go to the league, they struggle a little bit sometimes. Because now that little lazy ass route that they ran does not work in the league. Yeah. The corner you're running against. Is just as fast, or maybe faster, and knows what route you're gonna. Run. Rose, <laughs> knows that go route you're about to run. Already peeped that out. Sure. Yeah, like I think that's why Chase. Uh, what's what's Chase last night? I forgot for Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, Jamar Chase. Chase. Jamar Chase. That's why he. You see him here have a good game, then mm-hmm. he'll disappear. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to turn into the uh, Chase Claypool where. You know he only has a few routes, and I think Chase can be a really dynamic uh, receiver. But he got to get he got to get more tools in his tool belt, yeah. right. man. Because he he reaching for his he reaching for his tools. That boy got a screwdriver <laughs> and a screwdriver. And
5: it seems like that's the same way with these college coaches too, yep. right? Because they not really, you know, they don't have all the tools, yeah. right? So you get to the league, you a college coach, you got to remember that. Can I get a formula, someone that's been there before on my coaching staff that has been there before that I can... Most most
2: coaches won't have that. Coming from, that
1: you, and you mean coaches that are coming from the college, right? College, coach,
2: yeah. Only coaches that are coming from college that will have pro type of staff members have played for that player for that coach. And now he was an assistant in the league. Mm. Or worked for him, he knows him because he can't be undermined yeah. by a guy that knows how the league works. Mm-hmm. He trusts him. He's he's not gonna he, that college that that college player that maybe is coaching now on the team, right? And coach for me went on a, another team, comes back. He's a defense coordinator. Well, he he knows where his. He knows where his cash cow is his head coach. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go when they say, man, what's the problem? He's not going to go, you know. This dude don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I love Cut To It, and I, I love it even more when you download us and subscribe.
1: And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty.
2: Where, where at?
1: That's at Cut To It on Instagram.
2: What about
1: Twitter? At Cut To It. Facebook? Cut To It featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at CutToItPodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: I got all my answers. um, I got all my questions answered.
1: That's what I'm here for, brother.
2: CutToItPodcast.com.
4: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So as I mean, both of y'all are former players. And what's what? the what's the what's the key to success then from you guys' perspectives when it comes to college? Coach is making that transition. Is it a relational thing? Is it a is it a culture thing? Well, they're a...
2: relational. They're gonna try to connect with the kids. With with, that's where the dis. I I said it backwards. That's the disconnect. The college coach will try to connect with the kids who happen to be men, hmm. and it doesn't go well. Yeah, I can imagine because the because you know all his history goes. Man, I'm the head coach. Yeah. So, hey, guys, this is what we're going to do. with iron fists. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get up. We're going to do this. This is what I expect.
1: And now you're talking to grown-ass men.
2: Yeah, you going...
5: Hey. I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: You're
1: like, nah, bro. Uh, I'm not I did, doing I did,
2: that. I
5: did, I did legs yesterday. I am doing do legs every day. Yeah. Especially when I'm playing football. No. Right <laughs> I'm, only a, I'm only a
2: running back, though. <laughs> That is so small, but yeah, such. but I'm, I get it though. No, that's I such a huge thing, man. We had we they had a when I was in Baltimore, man. They had a uh, they had a Jerry Simmons too, bro. Oh Lord Jesus, and Jerry Simmons is <laughs> Jerry Simmons too is Jerry Simmons was our strength and conditioning coach in Carolina. When I went to uh, Baltimore, they had a dude named Bob who was short, just and honry, an <laughs> just like Jerry. Uh-huh. All right, Steve. I've done my research on you, <laughs> and you don't work out. You don't. I "Yeah, I do. I don't do your you're workout, yeah. but I work out." Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you what. I did. I t- did. I tell you about this um, on there about uh, we. They used to have tests every year.
5: No, I don't think you mentioned this. Like a conditioning test. Remember the Buffalo? test we? Me, no, oh, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Remember
2: yeah, yeah. Jay? So every off season, there was like this inner squad testing slash like tests but you didn't you you had to test to see because coach fox Mm -hmm. belief was if you weren't getting better you were getting worse Mm -hmm. so you know me being resident butthole (laughs) right you never i know shocker i stored that in my memory bank Mm -hmm. I'm an active listener, but I can do a really good job acting like I don't have the slightest idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right? It's a gift and a curse. <laughs> I'm supposed to work out. <laughs> so so we have this thing. So I remember. So, you know, in case people don't know, I'm 5'9". When I played 196, right? Didn't grow, didn't get taller or shorter. That That's who I was. And we used to do this uh, lifting challenge. So you have to run forties, uh, guys with squat, okay. bench, and vertical jump, right? And mm-hmm. I'll let Stewie talk about the vertical jump, so people don't think I'm lying when I when he tells you how I used to do this test. I, it was such a excuse me, fuck you test from my perspective. Mm-hmm. I never worked out with the team. I had a hundred and fifty thousand dollar workout bonus. Mm. Gave I never. I never worked out. The reason why is if I never worked out, that would if I worked out with the team and my success would be predicated on Mm -hmm. the strength coach, who I didn't believe at that time. Now, they switched over to House, who happened to coach me in college, so he was awesome, because he understood me. But, so if I didn't work out with the team, that means you don't get benefit from your strength coach. So if you don't get that benefit, and that means there's still a question mark. Hmm. And I didn't agree with some of the things he would, he he would do. So I uh, forfeited that. And also never resigned. I never took a pay cut because now you got $100,000 to add to your salary. So don't worry about it. Don't All ask right. me. Go down the street. Don't <laughs> ask me. So,
5: go down the street
2: was uh, you claim yours. go down to that other locker over there. <laughs> so if you're not getting better, you get worse. So they had to bench 225. Now I struggled uh later in my years to bench because I had to screw in this plate. So Ooh, I, I, I actually can I can't go all the way. Yeah. My wrist cuz I have a surgery, uh-huh. I have a bolt in my wrist so it stops me. So that pressure actually like I can feel the pressure yeah. inside of my skin yeah, that's and it no, hurts. That's a no point. That's like from no. when
5: you broke your arm against the giant. Yes, right? Let me tell you, this man. You tell us. Pulled, um, caught a touchdown pass, broke his arm. I remember,
1: wasn't this a Monday night game?
5: Like, no, uh, he, he,
1: no, that's when I broke my leg. That was the leg. He, I knew there was a Monday wrong, night game. Wrong item. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but he'd be so juiced. Yeah, same team, wrong item. Like, broke his arm, pushed himself off the ground with the broken arm, and then looked well, at his arm, put it here, he, he ran <laughs> off- <laughs>
2: I said, dog, because <laughs> when I used it to get up, yeah. I was like, from the wrist from my hand to my pe- elbow, peculiar. No, no. From my hand to my elbow, wasn't peculiar. That brother wasn't moving. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Viagra, <laughs> but I understand when you when you when you're trying to work something that don't work, but it should work. Yeah. I was like, my. My arm is yeah, stuck. Broke. I only heal, I only feel my elbow and my fingers.
1: Yeah. Everything so in else between, in the
2: middle. Well, no. I know it's there. I see it's there. But it ain't there.
1: Yeah.
2: And I go back so, to the So soccer.
1: it wasn't an adrenaline rush. You felt that thing immediately. I was like,
2: yeah. I, here's what I said in my mind. Get all that adrenaline. My mind said
1: this shit ain't right. <laughs> Cause a lot of times you hear people say, oh, he's on such an adrenaline rush. Yeah. No, you break
2: some shit. You feel nah. it. It was immediate. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this ain't working right. Yeah. So I go back to the sideline. Yeah. The boys like, good job. I say, I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, man. Stuart tell you, I'm pretty self-conscious of my body.
5: Yeah.
2: And I'm oh. like, I broke my arm. Really? You think so? Yeah. I broke my so anyway, that's why I, that's why I can't do my arm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really a heavy lifter, and I can't be. So I would start to do my. I got to do 225. So the first time I had my my goal was five. Next year six. So bang, I go up there. So how I get to six? I go up there, 225. Boom, one, two, mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. four. I hit five. You repping it? Five. I get to five. I go bam. Mm-hmm. I said, hey. What did I have last year? <laughs> yeah. It said five. I said, boom, six. Backed yeah, it back up. Just got better. <laughs> I'm this bus. Because Coach said, if yeah. you're not yeah, getting, getting better, better you're, getting worse. Yeah. you're getting worse. Well, last year I did five. This year I did six. Yeah. So I just got what?
5: Better,
2: One I went rep. <laughs> yeah. One rep all it takes. Exactly. So I did that. Wouldn't do squats. I didn't believe in squats. So I'll pause right there, and I go to Bob back in Baltimore. I heard you don't lift. I do lift. I just don't do. So he says, all right. He kept trying to get me to come in in OTAs, get me to come into practice, after practice. We we have a two-hour practice. Union rules, no more than two hours. Coach Harbaugh will go an hour, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds. <laughs> it wasn't no hour 30. It wasn't an hour 45. wasn't an hour 55. It was Hour 59.59. Two hours of running around, 30 something years old. Mm-hmm. I gotta reprove myself. If yo, dumbass Bob, think I'm coming in there to lift after running around two hours, yeah. and y'all know how I practice. Yeah, I got on um, cut off sweatpants, mm-hmm. long sleeve. Mm-hmm. I'm out there
5: looking like you're in street clothes. Yes, I'm sweating.
2: Uh-huh. I'm the old man. Like I got the sweats, you know, uh-huh. and my high tops. Mm-hmm. Bro, they literally, he said, man, well, come on now. And so he kept giving me a zero of not showing up, working out. I just didn't do the workout in the weight room. I'm not running around for two hours. He said, all right, so let's come to a compromise. After two hours, you know what they want me to do? Hand cleans, deadlifts. Oh, after, after practice? Yeah. I looked at him, He said, well, let's walk around and see what you don't do. Okay, cool. So I have my chart. I don't do this. I ain't doing that. I don't do this. I don't do this. Hell no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> nope. This was all stuff. What was what was the hell no? Dead, li- dead, dead lifts. lifts? I'm not dead lifting. So, so, why?
1: So, now someone someone's gonna listen to this and think. <laughs>
5: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge component in questioning why.
1: Those Olympic lifts. And I'm, I'm with you on that. What, yes. what, is, what, is it,
5: what does it prove? No,
1: here's here's the compound here's, movements.
2: Here's I understand strength. You right? Cause I had some, yeah. still got some a little bit,
1: and that's where I was getting ready to go. To I understand
2: and... what I what I'm a proponent of is muscle endurance. Mm-hmm. I'm not on you. You squatted or you bench press 750 pounds one time.
1: Yeah, there is. You're, there's not a there's not a 750 pound
2: uh, DB that you're going to go up against. No, no, no. You, 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 what you just said is phenomenal, but let's dumb it down even more. Mm-hmm. There's 70. If I play 71 plays and I just blew my wad on no one, what is that potentially telling yeah. me is gonna happen on the other 70? Yeah. Ass whooping, Molly wops Yeah. Get
1: tossed around. Yes. Yeah. And so, so someone, and
2: so someone's gonna listen yeah. and say, well, so he what don't is, squat. He, he don't, don't he didn't but, bench. No, but he, what didn't, what I, he
1: didn't deadlift. Oh, uh, I could, oh, I could have made it.
2: But what I that's the fool in you. That's what that, I'm saying. Tom foolery. <laughs> that is the problem. What I did do is I did isolation mm-hmm. as if I was injured. What I mean is instead of, uh, say leg extensions of using both legs and doing a whole rack, you know, you put it in a machine and they do the yeah. whole thing. You see somebody doing one yeah. fifty. No, what I would do, bro, is probably like 60 or 70 each individual leg. So I would mm-hmm. have, my right leg in the leg extension yeah. and go slowly up, flex the quad. That, that
1: targets your muscles more anyway. Yes. And
2: yeah. do that in each leg. And I may do that 50, right? 50 pounds. And that was my workout. Yeah. How I would how did I get my strength? Man, my guy used to have me work do my workout with a weight vest on, mm-hmm. ropes, and running an out route. Resistance. The resistance. And a body weight. I, I, hour and a half workout. Yeah. With a 50, with a twenty five twenty seven pound weight vest on, heart rate monitor to, to to watch my heart rate, all of that stuff. Yeah. So when I got to this little winky dinky January, uh, uh, June BS weak ass workout, they would do mm-hmm. all them dudes that was there never outperformed me. Mm-hmm. Tell them about my uh, yeah. What well, he do when he vert? Does. Just on the vert. We not even talking about during the season
5: because
2: mm-hmm. I go through a whole during the season which was bananas.
5: Right. He. Well, I'm gonna start off by saying this. <clears throat> practice. Okay. What does Smitty do before practice? Mm-hmm. He walks to practice and does nothing else besides
2: My hips. Side to side. Okay. Now I'm fully dressed though. Fully I, dressed. I did get in the shower. Yeah. The, the steam. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like I got in a hot well, tub.
5: Everybody else is stretching. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you, this this is why. For all the listeners out there, the young kids that want to be like Steve Smith, you can't do everything Smith, Steve Smith does because he was just blessed differently. Yeah. You know. There's
1: some stuff that just innate guy- Before God practice,
5: I'm talking training camp, 2 a day because I was there when we first had when we the last bit of two-a-days, legit two-a-days. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm talking people sore, like, oh, how am I going to get through the day?
4: Yeah.
5: Steve just sitting over there just-
2: Observing. (laughs) Just side to side, observing,
5: talking, whatever he's talking, talking about what he's going to eat, whatever. I'm like, man, this man never, never, he never stretches. Mm -hmm. Like, how? And he just goes out there and just runs continuously in the heat and doesn't get hurt. So...
2: Unless it was a real injury. Yes. Yes. it Clearly a break. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Broken arm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But... That's different.
5: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so behind
2: the scenes, though, because he, he got to see me, our rooms were next to each other. One of, the, one of the training camps, I did technology-free training camp. I had no technology other than my, my phone. And the phones back then are nothing compared mm-hmm. to what they are today. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had no PlayStation, no video games, no television. I just had books. Right. He, he was on a whole other level of- Training. Yeah. But I had a my own game ready, had my own machines, Mm -hmm. and I also had a foam roller in there. So and I iced. So I would sit in my room while everybody else is laughing and joking, I'd be in there foam rolling, I'd be in that game ready.
1: Oh man, you had your own like little Michael Jackson chambering. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) No. There were had guys had it, but I but I always and if I had felt anything, guys that would hurt me up at six AM. Who be rolling in at six AM? Mm. Anything felt like it didn't feel right. I was in there at six AM, mm. trying to get trying to get it taken care of.
5: Like his preparation came before everybody else was preparing.
2: If that makes any sense?
5: Yeah, it makes and, perfect and sense. I, and I saw that from afar. Like, how does man jump like that? Oh, he was doing stuff on his own.
1: Did that influence because you? That,
5: or- but that that definitely influenced my my own physical situation because mm-hmm. I had a lot of injuries mm-hmm. and I remember Steve was like, You gotta figure it out. Yeah. You can't
2: just depend on them. You
5: gotta you gotta figure it out. So
2: because he was having injuries and training staff is there to help you get back on the field. Right. For yeah. For that year. Or for that game. For that game. Or <laughs>
5: for that play. Or for the practice. Yes.
2: <laughs> and so you have to be prepared and be ready. So I would tell these guys, now I did all this stuff. We go out there and practice, bro, I would practice now. Uh Right. And not just practice to brag about practice, but Uh practice was like, so when the game came, it was easy Mm -hmm. or it was, it it was easier at times because if you only bench press them at 700 pounds, one time, what history and file do you have in data? to go off when you're in play 55 yeah. and the dude in <laughs> front of you is just that much better. Yeah. Wow. Right? And you don't because you're telling the guys you just got to do your best one time. When are you seeing a guy laying on his back simulating a bench press? <laughs> the fact that if my offensive lineman is doing that, that means he got pancaked. And he's pushing <laughs> yeah, him the someone off of, off of him.
1: Good Get down,
2: do it. cut to it. Hey Gerard, where did you get that t-shirt? You mean this thing?
1: Oh yes. Hey, I got it from cuttoitpodcast.com where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a t-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I mean, the preparation, though, and even you started going down this path, Uh, Jonathan. I mean, even with this particular NFL season, you've seen Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, uh, Alvin Kamara. You've seen a lot of running backs Mm -hmm. uh, get hurt. How physically demanding is it playing running back and through injuries? As Smitty said, I know you, you you dealt with some injuries yourself. How how physically demanding is it going through that?
5: It's really demanding, but you also have to you know have the right situation. Yeah. For me, <clears throat> I came into this league hurt, surgery, all that. You said you came in hurt. He was yeah. no no no.
2: He came wasn't, in. He, he didn't officer. come into. <laughs> this boy bad. was drafted, <laughs> drafted. high draft pick, thirteen yeah. pick, yeah. with.
5: A toe injury. A toe Mm -hmm. injury. I had surgery in the Mm offseason. So in March, before I got drafted. Mm -hmm. And so my whole situation from the beginning was a lot different. Yeah. Like it was, okay, I have to get through this to get on the field. Wow. I have to prove this through this that I am valuable and that they didn't waste a pick. Wow. So did you feel like you were playing catch up almost? Kinda, sure, he, he was like it wow. was because I mean at the end of the day, like training camp was my first time putting on pads. Like I, I didn't have OTAs, I didn't have any of that, mm. and so, you know, just figuring things out from that standpoint, I had to realize that, especially going back to seeing Smitty stretching next to me every day, and just wondering, <clears throat> how does this man get out here? Yeah, every day and do what and do what he does. Mm-hmm. I started seeing it year after year as he came to training camp in shape. Oh, he's doing things on his own. Mm -hmm. He's doing things that is better for his body. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day too, what you learn is my
2: body's different than everyone else's. That's one of the toughest things that I do think with testing that we need to be careful of sometimes is I know that I used to be a league rep, uh, a player rep. So one of the things, my stance on testosterone testing isn't that I don't believe in. I believe in it. I believe in testing because there's some folks out there cheating, Mm -hmm. right? Why I believe testing testosterone you have to be careful of is this. When you look at the national health chart, technically, I'm cons- all of my years of playing, I'm considered obese. Yeah, height versus weight. Versus height year. versus weight. Because yeah. muscles mm-hmm. weigh more than fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at 5'9", 197, I'm considered obese. Yeah. So if I'm cons- con- considered obese in this diagram, what is that based on? Yeah. It's not based on an <laughs> athlete it's not based on race it's not based on geographical right and you somebody listen and say what do you mean geographical what what do people that live in predominantly warm weather cities do when they go to the cold weather cold weather cities they struggle your body adapts people in florida could not be in minnesota <laughs> Outdoors like a, I was a couple of weeks it's a ago. Different training it was yeah, bro. At was. ten o'clock at night, you know, what, know what the high was that day? Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Tree, bro. Yeah. Three degrees. That was the high. Yeah. That means at the highest point of you feeling warmth, you wasn't because it was three. <laughs> wow. But a person in Minnesota would enjoy Florida yeah but a person in North Carolina man we go to Florida in April bro it's so hot I'm like man I can't oh, take God. I need seasons right. and so what I'm getting to is if you are testing and you set the parameter of this is what the level of testosterone should be for a 25 year old male from where and what do they do because we all know health how you live about your day, your body responds to it. Or it also tells on itself. So I'm going a long-winded way, but think about it. If you're saying the testosterone for a 27-year-old non-active person should be the same testosterone as a 27-year-old league MVP or Russian title, like that brother's built from something else naturally. right. Right? Here's, here, here's what I mean. I wear size double X, XL, depending on the type, for my gloves. Okay? My wingspan at mm-hmm. 5'9 equals to be 6'2. My shoe size is 12, but you want you want to know my width, double E. So I technically kind of have like platypus slash duck feet, but that also helps with my balance. Right? Okay? Before before my right calf was torn just my calf around my suits and pants 17.5 almost 18 and a half for my neck when I play why is all this important well because cause I do the suit thing and my sizes have went down but I also just did a just for research Why well, I went back and was like saw my measurements oh, five nine six two I'm a 40, I think it was 44 coat, 42 coat with a 42 regular in coat, but my body structure is fitted as a 44. Mm. Where? Arms. <laughs> yeah. All of that has to do with people. And so if you are going to test someone, but your Measurement. Measurement is out of a pool of people that don't relate. Of course, the testosterone charts are going to be all over, the all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about a 27 or 25, 22-year-old lazy person who all they do is eat junk all the day, yeah. all day and don't do anything and have type 2 uh, diabetes, their testosterone is going to be a little... And their insulin is going to be a lot higher and lower in areas... And so now that's the level for the sugar intake for someone who's active mm-hmm. who who gets paid millions of dollars to do that right and, and so that's that's some of the things that's not all and that's what some of the track folks are trying to say is, man, I'm running football players 22 I'm running 25 26 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. They built a little different. <laughs> yeah. they caboose. there's a lot more caboose yeah. in it. Right, and and the reason that that's important is here is the difference. I'm not saying you look at them, but just me being a football guy and b- being able to look at stuff. When you look at offensive alignment, the space between their their belt and their back of their the, the, the top of their hamstrings, mm-hmm. it's a lot of space there. <laughs> but you look at the caboose of Derrick Henry, and that boy King Henry, you go, holy yeah. smokes, right? Yeah. Because of the power is structured differently, because they're utilizing it the differently, yeah. and that's why I come full back, full circle. A receiver can never do what a running back's doing, and a running back shouldn't do what an offensive lineman's doing. Offensive lineman shouldn't be doing just, just because high running end. don't mean it's the same thing. It's not. They're running a different structure. Yeah. I'm running standing up. He's running for impact. Right. So he, the way he balanced, he's supposed to be more firm. That's why squats is good for them. Mm-hmm because he's taking on stuff. I shouldn't be taking on anything. I'm supposed yeah. to be going up. Yeah. I'm supposed to be ascending. Where you generate
1: your power from yes. is completely different. How it how has how if any has the running back position changed in the NFL since you've been drafted?
5: Um, well, receivers. I mean, you are looking at, you know, Christian McCaffrey, easy example. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's opened the eyes for many mm-hmm. in, you know, in the scouting department, right? As far as what they're looking for.
2: Two-dimensional.
5: Yeah. He can do all the things. So he can yeah. run between the tackles. He's proven that, and he, he can, can be a legit receiver. receiving threat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not just catching the ball out of the backfield, but he's going. He can line up. He's running routes. He wants. Yeah,
2: Christian. No, Christian. Ah. He is one of those players, which I believe has happened in Carolina. He makes you lazy. Mm. What do you mean by that? He's, he's like, in, <laughs> if
5: he's in there, you don't have to think too much. You don't have to. When something goes awry. That, that check down. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Right, and, and that, I mean, and having a guy like, but but having a good receiving core too, yep. makes it makes it uh, makes it a lot makes a coaching staff or an offensive coordinator lazy too because you got those little receiver screens, you mm-hmm. got a you got a guy that you know he's gonna run a slant, he's yeah. just gonna he's go gonna in take there yeah. and take it and, and might
2: even score on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, or you got a, you got two headed monster in the running backs where one can run in between the tackles, the other one, when he chooses to, can run in between the tackles, but then he'll shake it outside. Right. Right? You got one guy who he's shifty, another guy who's shifty and bruising as well, Mm -hmm. which made D'Angelo raise his game up to be bruising as well.
1: The the double trouble years.
2: Yes. And so you have – but then that's where the cheat code comes in because you got two good running backs, you got some wide receivers that are pretty decent, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they load in the box. Let's throw a quick – let's throw the uh, smoke route. Right. To, to Steve or the Moose, to Ricky, whoever it is. And then they back off because they don't want to get gas in the smoke route. Now you're just running that ball. So now you're just now you're running, just running the ball. Yeah,
1: open right. up the running line. Right?
2: And so they just go side by side, which when, you, when a defense coordinator at some point throughout the season will do that, where they just have your number, then the coordinator doesn't know what to do. Wait. Because we usually mm-hmm. throw the smoke. That didn't work. We usually throw a screen. That didn't work. We usually do a draw. That didn't work. We usually can muscle people. That's not working. Right. And that's when you can really see
5: how offensive coordinator or coaching staff is designing their team. Mm -hmm. If a guy gets hurt and all of a sudden it's a stalemate,
2: what kind of job are you doing? Which goes back to when you have a lot of five stars and and track runners Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden – you're no longer on the field. You got you're no longer doing the sprints. You gotta do all field events.
5: Now, now who you ain't got you? no shot putters, no you ain't got man. no long yeah. jump long jumpers, you ain't got high jumpers, and
1: now I'm sure it becomes what's your what's your identity? Right.
2: You know what your identity is? Man, you start you start shopping at the grocery store hungry.
1: Well, That's
2: well, what it is. Grabbing glass. anything,
1: man, you, man,
2: grab, man, 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 you grab Typically eat those. <laughs> Taco right? Bell looks
5: really <laughs> nice right now. Yo keto. But when I get to the
2: toilet, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pay for it. Later. And what you have is you have the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. I'm not bashing them, but he's sitting here breaking down. There's a transition, and you have to be patient in this transition. But in this transition, you have to be patient and also be okay with the results. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying right now, in the third year, he third year the Carolina Panthers. Should be ascending, and what they seem to be doing just being average
5: right holding pattern yep and, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, it's tough, but you got to figure out a way yeah. right
2: yeah, it's tough, gotta figure out a way. You are a unique person, you are well worth it, you are competent, and most of all. You're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Sr., I'm Gerard Littlejohn, and this is Cut To It. Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., that is me, is a production of Cut To It, LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: From Cut To It, executive producer, Steve Smith Sr., co-host, Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager, Joe Fushi, social media team, Wesley Robinson and John Show, From Balto Creative Media, Cut To It is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter, with production assistance by Alex Labreck, production coordinator, Taylor Robinson. Theme music by Alex Johnson, lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton
0: you ain't heard
1: about it then we're about to let you know, you know It's, on. it's,
4: on. You know it's on. got my prevna 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect
2: i'm 19 strong
0: and asthmatic and at higher risk